Hey, this is Mike Oz. And this is Chris Swick. And this is the Stew Pod interview series. Today we are talking to Hunter Pence, the San Francisco Giants outfielder. And uh, Chris Chris loves it. Yeah, I, well, I didn't want to put words in, in your mouth, but I was, I was going to say this was pretty excellent for me. Um, Hunter Pence, if you followed him at all, or if you follow him maybe outside the baseball realm, you know that he's into some of the nerdy stuff I'm into, and he went to Harry Potter World this offseason, and so... We got to talk a little bit about that stuff on top of some of the offseason and baseball stuff. So I feel like this is, um, I don't know, a more a more well-rounded interview. There's there's a lot going on here, and uh, I'm, I'm a little biased, but I really loved uh, the nerding out segment that we got into a little later in the podcast. This is the Stew Pod. This is our interview with Hunter Pence right now. <laughs> interview with Hunter Pence of the San Francisco Giants, and he is so kind to join us. We're going to talk to him about a number of things, uh, from beef jerky to baseball to Harry Potter, video games, Pilates, all, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Hunter is a very interesting dude, and so there, there's a lot to lot to go over. But um, I know today, like right now, you are, you're out shooting this commercial for Oberto, uh, which I thought was kind of cool because, you know, I, I live in California, so I probably see you on, on TV a lot. Uh, more than people in other parts of the country, but um, was, was it cool for you to get like a, a national commercial like this to be like a face of a yeah, ad campaign? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm pretty thrilled for the opportunity opportunity to work with uh, Alberto. You know, it kind of speaks to the core of me. Um, you know, their business. It's an all natural, you know, beef beef jerky, high protein product, and you know, I'm kind of known for the paleo. Uh, which is, you know, getting those proteins in you, those proteins and vegetables. And, you know, for them to be the nation's leading, you know, uh, beef jerky product, uh, their all-natural beef jerky product, and, and to get an opportunity to work with them and share, you know, something healthy and a good snack and, uh, you know, and a good model, a good, healthy, active lifestyle, it, it just feels good. I, I know Alberto has kind of run some commercials with, I can't think of a great word other than strange, but some strange humor in there and you seem like a guy who's pretty comfortable doing new and interesting things. So is that, is that what we're going to see here? I mean, I don't want you to spoil too much, but, <laughs> uh, that, that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, you know, I was kind of, you know, uh, what was it two years ago with the hundred pence signs and all the awkward stuff. And I'm kind of known for the awkward play style, but really I think, uh, the commercials are, they, they, you know, hint on the stomach, you know, asking for, you know, giving them, you know, you get out what you put in. And, and it's kind of true to, um, you know, true to life. Like, you know, you put in your hard work, you gotta, you gotta put in good food and it's a big part of your games and, you know, having those, those nice, healthy, uh, you know, lean proteins around like Alberto, it, it's good. So I enjoy the commercials. I think they're pretty funny. I don't know actually what we're going to be shooting. I'm here in Long Beach right now. Um, to shoot this commercial. They haven't told me exactly what I'm doing, but I think it's going to be more of the you get out what you put in with Stephen A. Smith uh, being in the stomach. So I'm excited to see what we do. Uh, beef jerky as part of a diet is an interesting thing to me because like, I remember when I was a kid, and I'm probably around this little bit older than you, probably the same age-ish, but like, beef jerky was kind of a thing that, I don't know, had like a negative connotation, but I think as, as diets have changed and people kind of understand like proteins and whatever, it seems like beef jerky is like you know, kind of a good thing to add to your diet. So I'm curious for you as someone who, you know, we've read a lot about 
you know, the way you eat and how you eat, like, like where does that fall into your day and your diet plan? Like, is it like a post-workout thing? Is it like a, when I need a boost, like where, where does that fit into your plan? Yeah. To me, it's like, it's important, especially, um, you know, in my off season, there's a lot of traveling and there's a lot of, uh, you know, in between meals, you know, they say you're supposed to, you know, I try to eat, you know, not just like, you know, big meals here and there. I try to have like snacks and stuff. And to me, Alberto is like that perfect snack of, of that lean protein for when I'm, when I'm driving to the cage and then driving to Pilates and then, uh, and I don't, you aren't able to like cook meals in between. Um, and also just like, if you have like that light hunger, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to just eat a big meal because sometimes that'll mess up your eating routine. So it's good to have those balanced proteins throughout the day. And it's just like a perfect thing to have with you. It's easy. It's good for you. And, um, you know, I think those things are important to have, uh, you know, when you're working for, for that active, healthy lifestyle. I know Gronk is a part of this ad campaign, too. I, I know it sounds like you're not shooting with him today. But, like, have you met him? And if so, I just I would want to know what is a Hunter Pence and, and Gronk conversation like? Man, I have not met him. I'm a big fan. Uh, I love his personality. Obviously, he was on my fantasy football team this year, and he, <laughs> he did awesome for me. So uh, I got much love for Gronkowski. He seems like he's always having fun. The guy's always smiling. And, um, yeah, that would, that would be really cool if I got to shoot with Gronkowski. But I don't think that's the case uh, today. Well, uh, I'm excited. I have no idea what's in store for me. But um, to me, it's like the perfect timing, right before spring training, um, able to get all healthy and get into, into good shape and, and all that hard work. Uh, you know, so I get to kind of show that off a little bit and hopefully have a little fun in, in, in the commercial. Hunter, I've been following along, watching some of the off-season videos you post with your fiance, and I noticed one of them you did recently was a workout video of you doing Pilates. Uh, I know last year injuries were a big deal for you, and so I have, I, you know, one thing I noticed was, first off, Pilates looks extremely difficult, <laughs> um, but but secondly, I mean, why did you turn to Pilates and think that might be an effective strategy for you? You know, um, I didn't really know anything about Pilates. It was actually my fiance that got me into it. When so when I when I pulled my oblique and I had all those complications, there really wasn't much you can do with a pulled oblique. You just have to sit there and and you really like that's like the opposite of me because I just want to go 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 and I want to overpower and and like if you do anything, you just go backwards. So when I was finally getting to the point where I needed to start doing something, it was like, Alexis, like, you should try this Pilates that I'm doing. And it was like the only thing that I could do. And it was like very light stuff, but it was like strengthening the exact spot on my, on my body and doing all of these little movements um, and, and stretches and stuff that I had no access to in my body. Like my Pilates instructor would be like, I need you to move your hip bone and, your, and, and I need you to move this here. And, and you start gaining like a new awareness of your body through like these tiny movements that are extremely difficult. And honestly, I'm glad you said that you thought it looked tough because to me, when I look at it, I'm like, it does not look as hard as it is. This stuff is crazy hard. <laughs> and, uh, but it was been it, like, as I kept doing it, I was like, this is unbelievable what it's added to just the way I'm walking around. And I'm really excited that I was, you know, got my eyes open to Pilates and, um, you know, actually, uh, it just has been like this amazing thing that I added to my regimen. It definitely was not easy to do on top of all of my, my, my training I usually do, but it's, I feel extremely enthusiastic about, the you know, about this season because of what I've been able to accomplish through Pilates. Well, I know in the video, your teacher had said something 
like uh, a couple weeks ago, you weren't able to move this much or do this. So you've you've definitely it seems like you've seen a definite result from that stuff thus far as far as like flexibility or, or I guess what effects are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty sad whenever I first started Pilates, what I was able to do. But it's pretty amazing how the body responds because a lot of times, a lot of these, like my first probably month of doing Pilates, I didn't think I was doing anything because I couldn't literally, like, I just couldn't even do a lot of the stuff. I couldn't even move parts of my body they were asking me to move. And slowly and surely I got like to where all of a sudden after about a month, I was starting to be able to just do the stuff that she was asking. And then all of a sudden it got extremely hard because now once you could move, then you could actually get like the really hard workout in. And it became like, uh, yeah, it was like night and day, the difference of what I was, you know, the strength of my, of a lot of my, um, inner transverse abdominals and, and a lot of my like shoulder movement, uh, spine movement, hip movement, uh, all of it just kind of got stronger and, and, and more open. So, uh, it's, it's pretty exciting. Do you know if any other players around the league uh, regularly do Pilates, or have you kind of started a thing where next season we'll see you and Madison Bumgarner and Brandon Crawford? <laughs> I want to see Mad Bum you know, do Pilates. I don't think Mad Bum's doing Pilates, yeah. <laughs> but he does He does stretch a lot. Like He's one of the most flexible guys on the team, according to our strength trainer, and I didn't even know that, that he was like stretching so much. Um, you know, to me, like, I didn't know, you know, I don't know everyone's workout exactly what they do. And, um, but I did find out that I think Antonio Brown does Pilates and, and I'm pretty uh, inspired by, you know, what he's capable of doing on the, on the football field. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lots been going on in the NOS this off season. Um, of course, you guys have made some pretty big moves. The Diamondbacks did some big stuff. The Dodgers, you know, always kind of shifting stuff around. From where you're at, you know, as we head into spring training, like how do you size up the the division ahead of you guys this year? Um, you know, it's it's the major leagues, and and you know, a lot of times, you know, every every team is is uh, it, you know, it, it's it's beautiful. The, the, each year, you know, all the movement and stuff makes each year exciting, and there's going to be new teams that that made big improvements. Obviously, the Diamondbacks. Uh, you know, made some big, big changes. So you, you really can't tell, you know, anything you say at this time, there's going to be players that we've never heard of that are going to show up and be really good and, um, and all sorts of, of wild stuff. And that's the beauty of Major League Baseball. That's the beauty of the, you know, the drama of the season and the, and the joy as a player and as a team, uh, and, and as a city, you know, working together. Uh, that's the joy of the season is just, you know, seeing what comes. So, uh, we're excited for the challenge. Definitely the NL West, we think, is, is very strong. Um, you know, obviously, I think the, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how a lot of it works out and uh, to see how the Diamondbacks do, to see how the Padres do with some of the young guys that are going to be playing, to see how the Rockies do. They have that explosive offense, and you know, they made some trades too, and to see, you know, what goes on with the Dodgers and the new management and, uh, you know, a couple of the adjustments. And I think they even, did they sign like a Korean left-handed pitcher? Is that correct? Yeah, Kenta, Kenta Mata. Yeah, and, and we'll see. Uh, I'm not sure how, you know, Ryu is, if he's coming back healthy. So there's a lot of exciting things, and, and you know, the, the story's yet to unfold, and that's that's the beauty of it. I like that you mentioned the other NOS teams that I didn't. That was very that was very nice of you. Um, <laughs> I, I want to know from your perspective how, uh, how, how do you react when things go down? Because I know you're kind of going about your business in December and January and stuff, and like you know, okay, we signed we signed Samarja, that's cool. And then, oh man, we got Johnny Cueto. Like, like, how do you when these deals go down? Like, are are you just like everybody else? Like, oh man, that's that's awesome. Like, how how does it work on your level? 
Yeah, pretty much. I'm just like everybody else. Uh, you know, pretty excited. Uh, you know, for for the additions. Uh, excited for. Um, you know, uh, a lot of the guys returning and, and, you know, getting healthy and everyone getting their work in and stuff. But, yeah, it's definitely, um, you know, the expectation level is uh, – and that, that to me is a beautiful thing. And, and the talent level is just enormous. And, and a lot of times that makes, uh, you know, the most powerful thing that you need behind everything, the belief strong. And, and you know, if you can get the belief strong where you can have a team playing relaxed, that's the ultimate goal. And, and these guys are, you know, are incredibly talented – and, you know, to, to pull it all together to, to become a, a unit, that's going to be the ultimate goal is to, to get everyone working and that, you know, getting the system rolling and functioning on all, on all parts so, so that the, uh, you know, the, the, the sum of the parts is, or whatever that, I guess I, I confused myself there, but get us all working the <laughs> way right. stronger than just the sum of the parts, something like that. You know what I mean. People can figure it out, man. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you are, you've proven yourself to be a rather eloquent speaker, you know, over the years. So I think, I think we'll let you slide on the podcast. It's fine. All right, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, it's off season right now. We still haven't got to spring training yet. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not, you're not in speech mode. Um, so the fans, the fans really get into the even year, odd year thing, and like when the Giants make a bunch of moves, it's like, oh, it's 2016, even year, World Series, like. I think I may have asked you this before, but uh, like, really, do you guys do you guys care about that? Like, does does it is is it a joke? I mean, like, ah ha ha, even year we got to win the World Series. Like, like how, how does that how does that resonate with players? I mean, you gotta love it. You gotta because that's that's the goal. I mean, we. I know for me personally, uh, the reason I play, I love I love being a part of a team. I love working for the greater good. I love I love the the passion. Of you know uniting with with teammates, with families, with the city, uh, and working you know you know for for that that goal of celebration, that goal of inspiration, that you know that that to me is my passion and my love, and and then that's our goal and our and our vision is to to win the World Series, and um, you know to me it's important to have that vision, to have that faith, to have that being said, and you know and and really honestly whether they say that or they say we're the worst team you know in the world coming in, it really isn't. You know, to me, that's not as important as you know. What do we believe? What what you know? And when we take the field, so um, whether they say you know, even year World Series champions or uh, Giants have no shot, it, it's to me. I think both are things that you can use to fuel the fire, and 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 that's kind of my goal. Is like how much fire can we create in each and every one of us working together uh, to reach that goal of being a World Series champion? To I real- guess to shorten all that up, to shorten all that up real quick is like. Uh, the conditions of what people say, I don't think really affect us, but we just enjoy them either way. That's fair enough, man. All right, let's get to the real important stuff, though. Oh, here you we went go. to Harry Potter World. <laughs> here we go. You yeah. went to Harry Potter World. You went to Disney. You got engaged. It's been one heck of an off season for you. Um, congratulations on getting engaged. But thank you. I, I, of course, am interested in Harry Potter World the most of all those things. Um, you know, I mean. I guess, was this your first time? How long have you kind of been into Harry Potter and why did you decide to finally make it down there? You know, um, yeah, I've always, uh, I think I've been into Harry Potter since the second one came out and I followed them as they came out. I would go and watch them in the theaters. Um, I haven't read the books, which I want to do, but I've seen probably the movie series about six or seven times. I just, I, I really love the imagination. I love the underlying message. Um, you know, the decision between what is right and easy. Uh, I, yeah, I just, I love, I love 
all of it, you know, the, the courage and the faith and the friendship and the unity of the kids and standing for what is right. It just, uh, it's a beautiful story. It's fun. Um, and there's so much imagination and creativity and, and yeah, Harry Potter world kind of transcends all of that where you can go, um, you know, Alexis, my fiance, uh, it was her 30th birthday and we happened to be out there at an event, uh, you know, raising money for, um, the collegiate summer league out there. And it was just like, it was like kind of a perfect opportunity for us to go and enjoy that. The wand experience was by far my favorite where the, where you get your, Alexis got to get her wand in like the wand shop and they had, you know, the, I don't know the guy's name, the wand master, but that was one of the coolest things. And, and really just walking through Diagon Alley and seeing the dragon breathe fire and, and being just immersed in that, in that magical, uh, Harry Potter world. It's, it's to me as a Harry Potter fan and, and, you know, I'm a comics fan and I, I love all that stuff. It's just, uh, it's the ultimate joy, um, you know, outside of baseball to me, uh, just living that dream. Did you end up buying a wand when you were there? Oh yeah, I have. Uh, I think I have two wands, and uh, Alexis has two wands. We got one when we were in Warner Brothers. I got the elder wand out there, but I twirled it around so much I broke it. <laughs> That'll happen. And, uh, yeah. Go ahead. And then I think out there you can actually buy a wand that interacts with like you know the stuff throughout the park. So we each got one of those, so we could like you can cast little spells on different artwork and have different things show up uh, around the around the Harry Potter world. So we bought we bought one of those each. Well she got hers from the whole the the wand picked her out. I think it had like some unicorn hair and Phoenix heartstring and all that good stuff. Uh do you ever catch any flack from teammates about this or is Harry Potter mainstream enough that you can get away with I don't uh, know actually love of it? uh really uh I'm I'm not sure. I didn't get any flack yet, but uh I don't really care. <laughs> I love yeah. that stuff. Personally, uh, I don't think it's nerdy at all. I think it's pretty cool, but I don't like to say nothing. Man. <laughs> that's my swag. That's that's who I am. So if you, <laughs> if you don't like it, I love you anyway. Uh, you know, I, I I enjoy that. I actually just got into my first comic series, which uh, I didn't realize how fun it was until my buddy handed me. Have you have you read Saga? Uh, I haven't yet, but I'm aware of, of it. This is written by the guy who like did did Lost, and um, I highly encourage getting that first book and and just reading through. You'll get you'll get invested really quick. And and to me, uh, one of the things I'm always trying to improve on is my imagination, and that's what I feel like uh, you really get to strengthen when you're reading like a comic like that uh, and watching the art and letting the characters come alive in your mind. Because I'm always stretching my imagination with baseball. And uh, and working on my inner vision. So to me, this is this is like a new strong tool and, and, and a fun way to, to to grow it. I highly recommend Saga though. You got to check that out. Get you some uh, get you some Alberto beef jerky. <laughs> grab the Saga series, and you're gonna be happy. You're gonna thank me later. After this interview, I'm going out. I'm I'm doing all the things you said. Uh, the the comic you thing, you know, I, I didn't know you were into comics and I kind of had this set up, so maybe this works. But I was gonna ask you what the nerdiest thing. Uh, that maybe you're into that people don't know about. I mean, is it comics? Is there something else that you're you're still um, not? Maybe really if out it's now? nerdy, I've probably done it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think I think uh, when I was a kid, I used to have magic cards, and then I lost them uh, when I was like 12 or so. I love, uh, but I, I just recently got back into magic. Actually, I haven't gotten to play a game, but I found out about um, 
there's like apparently these draft things and draft nights on Friday. And it kind of reminds me, like, I guess you, it's kind of like a fantasy football draft. Like you just pass around the cards and each person picks one and then you, you, you try to build a deck right there and you play a tournament. So to me, that sounds like really fun. It reminds me of kind of like the Hearthstone arena. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Hearthstone. Yeah. But uh, it, it just sounds like a way cooler Hearthstone arena because you're actually with people and uh, and playing those things. So, yeah, I guess I don't know if you get any further than that. You've definitely satisfied my needs. I'll cede the floor to Mike at this point. <laughs> I, I mean, I can, I can go nerd on, on, on somewhat on video games, probably not as hardcore as, as some other people, but I know Alexis is, is big in the video game world, you know, like, I mean, she was yeah. famous in that before you before you guys were even even together. And I know you know there's like that whole world to me is very fascinating. The whole idea that you know people watch each other play video games now and Twitch and all that kind of stuff that happens. Um, like, wh- where do where do you fall in the video game world? Like, do you do, are you a gamer? Uh, do you just kind of like oh, get into yeah. it because of her? Like, like where, where what games do you play? Um, right now, my favorite games are Smash Bros. Like, I love Smash Bros. Uh, I do I do like Hearthstone. It's just a card game. Um, those are the two that I've been playing, but I've played anything and everything. Uh, I used to love Diablo. I still love Diablo. Uh, haven't, been, I haven't had time, you know, in the off season, uh, doing, doing three workouts a day. I didn't have enough, you know, all that much time to, to, to game, you know? Um, but when I do get a little bit of time, that's why Hearthstone and Smash is easy. It's like a lot quicker. Um, you can just do like, if you have 15 minutes, you can get a card game in or, or, you know, if you have a couple friends over, we have like the eight controllers I carry everywhere I go, and we just do like eight player smash brawls. And it's so simple, yet so complicated, and it just makes for a fun time with eight people just going crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But so I, I think when are you going to get to the point that you have to start planning a wedding and you have to like stop doing all the stuff because that's going to consume you, right? <laughs> or have you guys started that yet? No, that's not going to consume me. That's going to consume Alexis in the wedding planner. But yeah, it's already consuming her. She's she's doing a great job, and uh, we're working on trying to get our our date and our venue. I think that's what they call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're waiting to hear back from a certain special venue that we really want. So we're excited. Harry Potter World, probably right. You got, you got <laughs> Something get... like that. It's very close. It's very close. It's in our realm of like Harry Potter World and Disney and. Okay. But I don't know if I can say it. Alexis, can I tell them where we're trying to go? I can't say. She said that's all right. I'm sure. I'm sure Top the secret. world will find out about it soon enough. But you got to get the. You got to have the big old just Oberto like wedding favors, right? Like everyone just leaves the bag. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All natural. <laughs> keep it healthy. That. I like it. That's how. That's how we bring it back to the end. Uh, circle. Circle oh, on the interview. Awesome. Hey Hunter, thanks. Thanks for the time, man. Uh, we really appreciate it. It was great. Uh, talking to you, I know. I know Chris. Chris loved it to talk nerdy with with a baseball player. I think you've made his life. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys. I appreciate you having me. Yeah.